Oh, she bopping. Come on, man. <laughs> it's a good bop. Come on, man. My cheese is a team song. Wait till 2021. Oh, I got to have that. We got Wilkins, Mr. Black, Janelle from the A. Now I know it's official because she bopped to it. You got to say Jobber Nation. I know. Jobber Nation, good evening, good afternoon. We are live here with a very special guest. But before we get into that, uh, we want to just remind everyone about our AEW viewing party this um, Saturday at Legends. So please come. You can RSVP on Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Um, gentlemen, before we do jump into our very special guest, is there any... What's going on? This is us. Come on. Okay. So, actually, I'm going to let... Typically, I let our guests introduce themselves because I can't do any justice. I promise. So, let the viewers know who you are and then... Oh, are you going to... Are you going to play... Are you playing something? Before we start... I'm excited. This is... I I feel blessed. I I wish you could bury the soundboard. That I could do without. No. Before... (laughs) Our, our guest introduced herself. I just have to play this. <laughs> I have a feeling what he's going to play. Turn my ox on, baby. Mamacita. Damn, son. We're going to bop a little bit. Bop with us. <laughs> <laughs> she bopped the ox on, so I'm actually up. <laughs> there you go. Get them shoulders. <laughs> Look at that. Yo, I'm... I don't know about y'all. I just got chills. Like that is uh, so right, dope. I had, to cut it. I, I, I had to. It was only right that I that I did this. Yeah. I mean, I knew it. when he said, "Hold on." I said, "Oh, okay. This is the route we're going today." So, our lovely guests, please introduce yourself to the Jobber Nation. Those that are viewing. Que pasó la raza? Obviously, I feel like with that song playing, like I don't know if I even need to do anything. Now. <laughs> you do still. You you got your own right, girl. Don't do that. <laughs> no. What is up, everybody? What is up? It is Shaw Guerrero. Uh, I am the daughter of Eddie and Vicky Guerrero, and I I have I wear many hats uh, for the wrestling community. I'm a p- professional announcer, backstage interviewer, wrestler. There you go. And- uh, you guys may have seen me on AEW, on WOW, Lucha Underground, NXT Season 1. So I've been floating around, but I'm really happy to be with you guys here today. Thank, so thank you. you for having me. No, no. Thank you thank for you. joining us, taking the time out. Because we already know, people. when people come over, like, listen, thank you. Like, you don't have to come. You don't have to do this. So we really appreciate it. And I think, once again, you being a part of such a historical wrestling family for us, like, this is an honor for us. Facts. So thank we you. thank Facts. you so much. Facts. Um, so we have one question to ask to get out the way. My brother wanted to ask it. Yo, listen, man. I've been watch. I've been a fan of your dad, and I have to ask, man. Yo, do you claim Dominic Mysterio as your brother? <laughs> <laughs> because, 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 technically, storyline. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Eddie is his dad, oh, and you know, Lord. here at the Job of Tears, we say many times. Man, Eddie is a better father than Ray because he would have went out there and did and did and did oh. we had to do. You know, just a running gag in the wrestling community. I have to ask you: Do you claim Dominic as your brother? 
<laughs> I claim Dominic as like, you know how like you have that uncle in the family and it's like, yeah, that's Uncle Charlie or whatever. They're not really related. Yeah. Dominic is, you know, Hermano Dominic, you know, we're just like, yeah, what's that? Like we're, we're all family friends. And honestly though, in the Latino community, I feel like what we got family on family on family on family because we all love each other so much. It's very tight knit. And so Dominic is absolutely a part of the Guerrero family. Lucky guy. I feel like by the end of that, what do you call it? That whole um, storyline, my dad uh, claimed to be everybody's puppy. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 he did. Yeah. He yeah. did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, before we get into, you know, our, our interview, our show, uh, we typically go around and talk about things that um, we've either been watching or something. So we'll start off with you, my love. What is something you've been watching on TV, whether it's Netflix or anything? What's been going on in TV land for you? In TV land? God, that's so hard because I feel like, I mean, Chicago recently just got shut back down. So I'm like, all right, here we go. Oh, really? Here we go. Yeah, we're like, I mean, so in real life, I'm a, I'm a bartender uh, and my bar got shut down. And so uh, we're kind of back at square one a little bit. Um, but recently, ooh, it's been American Horror Story, like jump in seasons okay. and then The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. That's what I'm watching right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Wilkins, what's something you watch this week? Um, What did I watch this week? I watched... Um... I ain't gonna lie. I've been watching This Is Us. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's oh. one of my favorite shows. Do you watch that? I I honestly don't have the emotional capacity to do it. I've okay, tried I, and I'm like, yeah. I cry my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is too intense for a weeknight. No, it is. Good for you, babe. For you. <laughs> we all do. So we all have this, this thing where it's funny because we're all very different. We have different styles, different things that we watch. But This Is Us is, is probably the only show all three of us here will watch and talk about religiously. So we were waiting all week to talk about it. And I hate this because you haven't watched this. I don't want to ruin it, but you can go ahead. But okay. Randall's okay. mom is alive, y'all. One, two, three. Oh, I was like, oh my God. Like, how do you in an episode? Shout outs to the production team. Shout outs to the people that are editing because the edit on that was just amazing. So, like, background. So Randall is the black guy in the show. Okay. And he's the one that was adopted from the family. I remember that. Like, and, they covered that in the first episode. Right. So, basically, he was found at the fire station, blah, 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 blah. They fast forward to now this season. Because they're actually incorporating, like, coronavirus and all the riots and things like that. So, they're actually incorporating real-life things into the show, which is really cool. Um, but the ending of the first episode of the new season was, so, Randall's mom, they thought she, oh, we all thought she was dead. Like, OD, she started breathing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 <laughs> um, and then, other than that, I've actually, I actually finished Posh. Posh. Oh, I Posh. need to watch that. Oh, please watch it. Okay. Oh, pose. 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 Sorry. I know. I know what you were talking about. Though. Thank you, girl. Like, no, no, no. no. Oh, it's the P. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Two Not... seasons. No, but it is. It's really good. It is really good. Okay. So okay. I, I was dating this girl. Um. <laughs> For a while, and we're not we're no longer together. We're actually good friends now. And I had went over her house, and she was watching it. And I was like, "Yo, this show is amazing." And instead of us, you know, doing adult activities, I just I just sat there and watched Pose with her for the next like three hours until I passed out. I was like, "This is good." No, it, it, it's an hour, every episode is an hour long, so it like I stayed up. I think Sunday, 
I think so, like almost two a.m. to finish the season, the second season, because I was like, I'm already knee deep. But it's I highly recommend it, Mister Black. Real quick, is what's it, something you watch? Did anybody hear a clicking sound? No, no, I don't know if you have a clicking sound. Okay. I kind of hear it a little bit. I don't know if oh. it's is it somebody's? It's not. It's not us, is it? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, all right, well, we'll go. Like, what's clicking around me? I don't. I don't. I have my fan on. Maybe that, but it's, Maybe it's silent over here. Okay. All right. No. We'll, we'll forget it. All right, Mr. Black, real quick. What is something you've been watching? Um, Dang, what did I finish? I started that Zeus. I mean, that, that Zeus, the Her- that Zeus thing on Netflix. Oh, Talking to the oh mic. man. We, yeah. Oh, man. Me and Mikey started watching that. The animation is yeah. crazy. It's only for adults. The yeah. bloodiness. Oh, my. Yeah. Do you watch any anime or any animation, Shaw? Honestly, like, the anime I'm used to is, like, the, um, like, my neighbor Totoro and Spirited Away, like that kind of stuff, more on the Disney aspect. But like, I I was actually talking to my husband the other night. Like, we need to start watching anime. Oh so. wow! Okay. Yeah. So right now I'm a little obsessed with Supermarket Sweep. So every yes. time I'm like, classic. Okay, but my issue is is that I I can't stand the host. Like I don't think she's funny at all. <laughs> You don't like Leslie Jones? She haters gonna hate. So it's not haters are gonna hate. No, it's because like I grew up watching Supermarket Sweep. So like for me, like I was expecting the old host, and he's amazing. (laughs) And then she just is too much sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, girl, can they just run and and find the the, the items, please? (laughs) But I I was hyped when Supermarket Sweeps came back on. That that's a classic. Like old ones are on Amazon Prime. If you did not know, so it's on Netflix too. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all right, let's jump into this. You said you had many hats in wrestling, so just just dive in. I mean, we all know the you know the basic stuff that you are the, the daughter of the late great Eddie Guerrero and Vicky <laughs> Guerrero. So, how was it growing up in a wrestling family like that? I feel like alone is is intense, and like I feel like Thanksgiving or like holidays, you guys were all probably backyard wrestling and and fighting each other and stuff like that. So. What are, you know, how was it, what was your experience in growing up in a wrestling family? Oh, it's like, um, there's, a, it's obviously like a blessing and a curse. I've always said that, um, about being a Guerrero and also just like in the wrestling family, especially the fact that we've had so many generations in this business. Uh-huh. Um, it was definitely colorful, <laughs> like every single brother, um, and like, obviously like now the women are getting into it and like every Guerrero is like over the top in their own special way and uh so family get-togethers were intense they were really fun but they were also like we love hard we fight hard Uh um but i mean there's good and bad my my dad's struggles in life were very oh he was very open about all of that so there was a lot of uh it was hard as a kid um growing up just because uh, alcohol and drug abuse is a family disease. And so everybody suffers and everybody kind of takes fun little habits from that. And, um, and so it was intense, but it was also such a blessing because it introduced me to the world of wrestling where I've been just like received with open arms, um, especially after a six year hiatus, like the, um, the reception I've been getting from the fans is really overwhelming and really, um, encouraging. So it's, yeah, I'm I'm happy that I'm that I'm in this family, but it's also like it's a lot of pressure. It's that's a lot that's of a, that, it has to be like even when you know with Mr. Black brought up Dominic and just probably him like now being in the business and being on TV and and even his daughter. Like I just feel like you know one thing we kind of sometimes take for granted um, 
it's like how wrestling families just really, you know, interact with each other. Like you have, you have the Guerreros, you have the heart, you know, the hearts, you have the McMahons, you, you have all these, you know, wrestling families that came in, like came into the business. It was almost like you probably, did you steer away from it at first? Like, was it like, how did, when, what, what was the day you decided, you, okay, I'm going to start training? So it was actually like, first, like, I never thought growing up, like, oh yeah, I can do that. Because I just always saw the women in the locker room. They were just like beyond gorgeous, beyond strong. Like really, I looked up to those women so much. And I just never thought I was good enough to do that. So when WWE came to me and offered me a tryout, I was like terrified. But I was also like, what do I got to lose? I was 19. Like, let's do it. And so um, honestly, it wasn't until I finished my tryout, which is one of the hardest things that I've ever done in life, um, that I was like, okay, let's do this. Um, and yeah, I mean, the rest is history from there. What did you do during the tryout? Woo! If you, <laughs> if, if you can go behind that curtain. That's I don't know fine. If um, no, that's absolutely fine. I'm sure they look different nowadays. Um, but when I was there, first thing was like, you know, I, it's funny because if you guys watch the FCW documentary on WWE Network. Loved like, it. Loved it. Loved it. Great. <laughs> I was popping so hard that entire documentary. Um, but it really was like unsuspecting because I was like WWE, the biggest like wrestling mecca in the world. And we pull up to this little building and you're like, okay, uh, am I going to get murdered or am I going to wrestle? I don't know. <laughs> um, but the first day we took bumps, just bump, 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 learning how to run the ropes, doing all that. Um, cried my first night, uh, wow. after I got to the hotel because my body was so hurt um, the next day you cut your first promo in front of everybody, uh, which was a different kind of, I don't know, just, just different. And then <laughs> the final day, um, I believe we did like paperwork. We bumped more and then they were like, okay, we'll let you know. So wow. that, yeah, that, that was, was in and out. out. <laughs> they so, just wanted to make sure that you can hang pretty so, much. So speaking of your time at FCW, I remember during a time when you was, if I'm mis- correct. It was the Divas Championship during the time, right? Yes. And I remember when you used to beat your opponent, you used to put the L on the forehead. How you came yeah. up with that um, um, idea? So that was actually WWE Creative. I will, like, I will, like, they came up to me about the whole Ultra Diva gimmick. Um, I was kind of, like, on that path because, like, during FCW, I think um, Dusty Rhodes really, like, allowed me to grow and kind of do, just kind of, just see where I want, what I wanted to do and whatnot. And uh, it just ended up growing into more extra, more extra, more extra. And then eventually they're like, yeah, we want you to be like the Lady Gaga of WWE. And let's, I was like, oh, okay, sure. Let's do so that's round, how it got kind of all. Let's give a round of applause for, for Dusty. For Dusty. Uh, yes. <laughs> miss him so much. Absolutely. I miss him all the time. <laughs> so, wow, WWE creative. That was a, hmm, that's an interesting take for them. Um, I guess in a sense, you had experiences working with, with Dusty, you mentioned, and you know, you did some stuff for AEW. Do you see some similarities between Dusty and Cody and how they handle business? Mm, good question, Janelle. Um, I mean, like, I will say this first and foremost, like the Rhodes family has always like met the Guerrero family with kindness, with open arms and honesty. And so like, um, I always tell this story. My mom told me this story was like, you know, the first time she ever did a promo for WWE after my dad passed, like Dusty was like, baby girl, that sucked. 
<laughs> we're gonna work on it and like but it was like with kindness and it was mm-hmm. like and he helped her and then she put in just so much time and effort to get to where she became like mm-hmm. Vicky Guerrero right um and so with like Cody met me the same way uh at AEW with kindness with honesty and um honestly they're a really great family I feel extremely blessed especially Dustin Dustin was more of who I worked with on a regular basis at AEW because I actually got to train with the girls in the ring which was mind blown um but no i love that family with all my heart and so like how they do business i applaud it um we here at the job podcast are a huge fan of vicky your mother oh man (laughs) yo i have to ask this oh boy does she make fire empanadas does she what make some good empanadas fire empanadas i I know oh man you know what my mom makes the best like frijoles which is the base of all mexican food yes and uh like she yeah she she makes good mexican food we don't do empanadas that often normally if we're like really gunning for something it's tamales yeah because we're huge fans of her i think she is um one of the best things going in the women's division at aew yo her promo work oh my god yo listen I have a huge crush on your mom. Yeah. There, I said it. Yeah, like I think your mom is Li- no, gorgeous. literally. So what we've been we've Man. been doing our podcast for almost now three years, going going on three years. Literally, the first year, I felt like they spoke nothing but your mom. Yo. Legit, <laughs> literally, it, it didn't yeah. even have to do anything with wrestling. It was just like he was just like, I bet she can make some good empanadas, and I'm like, I, I don't well, we know feel, that. We just but, feel she's a good woman. Yes. High quality woman. High quality. She is a high quality woman. I would, I, I concur. I concur. <laughs> so what when you entered the wrestling business, what did your mom say about that then? <laughs> wow, she laughed. <laughs> like was she surprised? Was she saying no? Like what what did you, what was your mom's reaction? My mom, first and foremost, has always been my number one fan and has always been extremely supportive. I've been very blessed with that. Um like but when I did say, like, hey, I want to try this out, she was like, are you sure? Because <laughs> um, it's such a hard business. My dad had the same reaction because I did talk to him when I was 15 years old, the year he died. Like, I want to do this. Like, really seriously, like, let me wrestle kind of thing. And they're like, are you sure? Um, but, like, once I told them, like, how serious I was, they are like, absolutely, we're going to help you out with whatever you need. The one rule she had, the one rule both of them had, was do not marry a wrestler. Oh, <laughs> girl, you, <laughs> you well, messed up. You messed up. <laughs> so how did that happen? Yes, right. Like how was it's your reaction? so funny. By well, the way, because, like we've all been there. Like we, they got one rule. We gotta, we gotta, gotta break it. <laughs> so how did that happen though? How did you guys end up like? Well, you guys are married now, but how did you guys end up like getting together? And were you like? At first, when I'm assuming he kind of came to you and you're like, no, I'm not doing this. Was it like that or was it like it was just, you know. Like, was he intimidated by the fact that he was going up to Eddie Guerrero's daughter? Like, I just feel like that alone, like, he was going to be like, I don't, ooh. So how did I, I you guys? I all of it. I will unpack that whole thing. Um, so, well, the first couple of years that I was with WWE, I was actually dating somebody else. And so, like, I never had that issue. I've been a very, I'm a very loyal partner when I'm with somebody. So it was <laughs> never an issue. Hold on, hold on. No, round of applause how for you, that. you gotta be. Oh. <laughs> round of applause. How you gotta be. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but when I came back, when it was, like, NXT's established performance center kind of thing, um, my, Matt was always just, or Aiden English, as you guys know him more. Um, 
he was always just extremely kind, like all of the time. And I remember the first time I saw him, uh, the second time around, I was like, oh, Aiden English beefed up. Um, like, ah. <laughs> My man went to the gym. Like super handsome and confident. I think that was the thing that was the big difference between like FCW and like NXT was like he just got super confident and knew who he was and knew where he was at. And he that Oh, and he's talented. <laughs> Hella talented. You know, speaking yeah. of your husband, Aiden English, um, how was it managing Rusev a little bit? Honestly, like, when I when I managed Rusev, like, it was super quick. And Miro is so funny. Like, he he's one of the right. funniest guys, like, yeah, on the roster. And so, like, it was always a joy working with him. And my husband really enjoyed it, too. Like, they... They took it as far as they could. Like, I really wish the company, I think he shares the sentiment, would have, like, like done better toward the end of the run kind of thing because they could have done so much more. But he always really enjoyed his time with Rusev. Absolutely. Because he's the reason for Happy Rusev Day. Like, Come that, on. I will always Girl, believe thank in you. that. <laughs> like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, Aiden English is the reason why Happy Rusev Day popped. Son. Hands down. Like, no one can change my mind about that. <laughs> like, literally, he's yeah. like... It, it, but it's the truth like anyone that says different they just uh they're not they don't they're not fans they don't really listen because literally it wouldn't have popped the way unless aiden sung it and then presented Facts. it the way that he Facts. did so it was Facts. like so kudos for him for that because that definitely was something that even now like even though you know both aren't in the company like he's not in the company anymore like rusev but it's something that as a fan, that will always carry with both of them for like ever. Like it's mm-hmm. it's definitely those like indefinable mark things for them. So that's I, I always think that was always my opinion. I was like, I I appreciate that because like I think that of course like that's a really like I think that's a fun thing for people to know. Like yeah, Matt actually came up with that, but it was like that in addition to like Matt and Miro finally getting to have fun, mm-hmm. like just letting them have fun, and then that's. I think those things in combination really got people behind what they were doing. Cause I think just like how it happened with new day, like we saw new day having fun, right. like they were just enjoying it. They were going with it. They were going with the creativity. And like when the company and the wrestlers are like, like in sync like that, I think that's when actual magic happens. And it's like, yeah, let's just let him do what he's going to do. And, and yeah, unfortunately that doesn't happen as often as I think we would like. Cause yeah. I think, they're micromanaged a little bit too much, but it was really cool while it lasted with Rusev. Yeah, it, was, it was a it was a very good run, I think. Like, I, I think it was a very good run. And Thanks. let me ask you a question: How was you? How was it? I know that you managed the original Ascension. How was that? And what caused y'all to separate? Because y'all was pretty good. Thank you. We really enjoyed it. <laughs> we had so fun. much fun. We worked with Dusty a lot on it, um, and. Uh, Honestly, how did it happen? Honestly, I just got plugged in um, because, like, they were starting to form a little group. And um, and then, like, I was happy that I was the female counterpart on it. And I don't know, man. Like, we we were really immersed in it and, like, had such a good time. We loved the vignettes. We got to shoot with Dusty. Um, the reason why uh, we broke up, I honestly think it was because um, once Epico had to go up to the main roster, which is always, like, Yes, like whenever one of us got brought up, we would like really get behind them and be super supportive. Um, I think like 
the dynamic kind of got off a little bit. And then like, I think Connor and Rick, uh, could have like kept going with that same fire and intensity. But like, I think WWE just had different plans for them because they kind of ended up coming out with a new gimmick once they, uh, got up on the roster Mm. or I think WWE was kind of trying to tweak it and Mm. it wasn't the same anymore. Mm. Um, you, you speak of all these changes of you coming into the business. You like FCW was like crazy hard. It was like you, you almost you cried the day before. Can you go into a little bit deeper of like the struggles of like trying to find your character Good and question. trying to find yourself within a company that, like you said, kind of micromanages a little bit. So you, you kind of gotta find yourself, but then you also gotta they gotta prove of it. Like how was that? How was that? Honestly, like. I, um, it, it was really hard. That's a great question. Um, at first, I feel like when I first got there, like within the span of a couple weeks and I understood like, you can't have the Guerrero name right now. You have to earn it. I was like, Ooh, okay. Like I wasn't expect, I was expecting that. Cause I always knew like as a Guerrero, as a baseline, you're always proving yourself. It's always high stakes. It's always like, you need to be the best all the time. And so I feel like I knew that from my family, but like, I didn't realize like with WWE, that was going to be, it was just kind of laid out for me like that. And so I think I got intimidated and I shied back from like doing my dad's gimmick or doing like kind of that kind of thing. Um, And so uh, I just kind of went the opposite direction and I didn't know who I was for a while. I really did it. Uh, the ultra diva gimmick was like, I was good at it. I was good at being a heel and it would just, it just kind of happened. Honestly, it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more outrageous. And it just, that's how it kind of happened. But the gimmick I'm coming back with on the independent scene, it's night and day, honestly, Mm. like Raquel Diaz, I kind of buried her in my backyard and she's just going to stay there. So (laughs) can you tell us more about that gimmick about the, your independent gimmick? Yeah, absolutely. I, it's not really a gimmick at all. Honestly, it's I'm me. I am me. I am like fully embracing that I am a Guerrero. I am using my name. I'm going to wear my dad's flames. I don't care how many other people have it. Like I, I am doing me. I am doing like what I've always wanted to represent my family as and myself. And so um, I'm not going to like lie and say like, I'm a luchador. I, that's not how I wrestle. I'm a ground and pound kind of girl. I will lie and cheat and steal as appropriate, but I'm just like, I, I'm just going to be me. I'm a, I'm a rocker girl. And like, I'm just, I'm a Guerrero. That's like enough said Guerreros do it better. So Ooh, bars. You, <laughs> so you went through the struggle, you left and then you come back. Mm-hmm. Like why leave and then come back? So I love to clear this up because people are like, oh, you just left or like, I just gave it up kind of thing. And sorry, that's my cat. No, Yo, your cat is just moving did. around. Oh, I peeped that. It Yo, just jumped. He I was just, just like, did like a 450 splash right. behind you. And it was the funniest. Like, whoa. Yes. What, what's, um, what's the kitty's name? This is Thackeray Binks. Original, I know. But like, <laughs> from Hocus Pocus. Um, but to answer your question. So the first time I left... I actually, I think the last thing I did on NXT season one, I bombarded to Nina. She won a match and I like came out and like did something crappy to her, did the L on her forehead. And I was on, I was about to like have a program with Tamina, which is huge. Um, And then the people at the gym, um, 
people call him Rob, uh, that we trained with, as well as my family, um, had a heart to heart with me that I wasn't okay. I was really deep in my eating disorder. I was not well. I, um, yeah, I just, I was not in a good mental health place. And so they told me like that they were going to put me in rehab and I needed to go the next day. And, uh, like, of course they gave me a chance. I agreed to get help. Joey Mercury was one of the people that really helped me out because he saw I wasn't doing well. Shout out to Joey um, Mercury, man. Shout out to him. He's an, he's an amazing worker and he's been like a father figure to me in the wrestling industry. So I'm very blessed to have Joey. Um, and so, yeah, I was in inpatient treatment for three months and I couldn't see how I could at the time, keep my mental health and go back in an industry that was, it was just, it was very different times when I was there. There was like before the evolution of women's wrestling and like the, um, there wasn't many women that were in, in between size in WWE. You were either a model or you were a monster. And it was like those two things. And it was, I didn't, I didn't see how I could keep my mental health intact. So that was why um, I decided to take a break and see what else I could do um, with performing that would allow me to still keep my mental health intact. So what advice would you give to people out there who's dealing with a, a eating disorder? <sighs> okay. So it's a bitch. That's some oddest shit. It's a bitch. It really is. Cause it's, um, and I'm saying every person that has an addiction, like it, it's a struggle. Absolutely. I think for me, it was always hard because I, you got to eat three times a day. It's not like you can stop eating or it's not like you can just learn how to eat. I had to relearn how to eat and how to know when I'm full. Am I emotionally eating? I, it's, it was really difficult. Like, and even then, like after I got out of inpatient cheap treatment, I didn't know how to handle like just eating as a person and being okay with my emotions without acting out. So uh, it w- it took like I think a couple of years before I got the hang of it. Um, but honestly, keep going. You are not alone, and just know like it does get better. It feels like you're like like you will never smile again. You will never feel okay again. You'll never feel whole again. But you will. You will. And there, there's a way for you to handle this. It's just we got to find the right, the right medicine for you. That's all. So when did you decide um, that you wanted to get back? Like you know, you pop out on AEW was really dope because I was for the women's tournament, which I was like, okay, she's coming back. So when, when did you kind of make that decision to come back into the business? Because you know, I think first and foremost, it takes a lot of courage to actually tell your story and to go through what you went through. Um, but how do you, when did you make that decision to, in order to still find a balance to protect your, you know, your mental state, but then also do what you really want to do? Absolutely. Um, cause like I, I did leave and then I came back to the performance center when I felt like I was better after a year. And, um, and w- I was there for like a couple like months and whatnot and my neck wasn't holding up. I've like, so like I've had to deal with the eating disorder and a lot of neck issues in wrestling. Oh. So like that was like I was at and that was when I was dating Matt. And when Matt was telling me, like, I am concerned for you, like I'm concerned you're going to be able to play with our kids in the future. I'm concerned like that you're going to be able to like do what you love to do, like dance, like because your neck is so messed up. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to like we WWE and me uh, parted ways. But it wasn't until 
like when I was announcing for wow, um, I was, you know, you, you see the girls like they're in there and, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's hard. I can't stay on the sidelines. I can't as a girl, like I can't like when, when like the girls would kind of play with me in the ring and kind of step up to the announcer. I was like, Ooh, like, like, I can't just, I can't just be here. Like I can't, like, it's just there, there's more I can offer the business, but it wasn't until AEW. I kept going back for the women's tournament. I kept going back to train and I was like, yeah, damn, I gotta, I gotta do this. I got, there's so much more I can offer this business. And if I do it my way and if I'm really careful with my body and I don't take, like, it's just a matter of like trying to, how do I say this? I have to be careful. Like I only train a certain amount of times a week because like, I can't, I have a bump card and mine's small. So it's just like, it's, it's a big balancing act, but AEW really lit the fire under my ass. Can you explain the bump card for people who don't know? Yes, a bump card. Every wrestler has a different bump card. Um, so that's how many falls you take. Anytime you see a wrestler smack their mat, smack their uh, back against the mat, that is a bump. So uh, my husband has a very He's high right bump. Who's behind, He's right behind you. you? Speaking of the devil. <laughs> He's trying to hide, but he doesn't hide. have to hide. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my life. That's, that's the love of my life. Good. Good. You Get the thing. You can't run it out. He was trapped. Well, I'm sorry. In prison. I'm. I'm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because last um last week we had um no two weeks ago we interviewed uh Renee Michelle. Oh my god. And <laughs> and her and she told us a story about how like they got married and how they met and then he comes in so you can hear him in the background. So it's so funny the last two interviews we had we've always had interruptions from their spouses. <laughs> Well, but it's natural right now so we're like stuck together in a two-bedroom apartment so yeah ah. there's, a, there's a lot of interceptions <laughs> that happen. Oh, wow. um but to finish my to finish my thought of basically like my husband has like a really high bump card he's been able to wrestle for years never has had a surgery like he's in good shape still he's like rickety and he feels it but like he's still okay me and my bump card was running out like on year three of fcw so, like, it was just my neck can't handle as much stuff. So I just got to be really selective when I take the big bumps. And I have to be really careful, like, how much I bump a week. And do I have a show that week? I might, you know, balance it a little bit more, better. Wow. You said, where do you guys, do you guys train in Chicago? We do. Oh, where? So my husband, he doesn't need to train. He's had many years of experience that I don't. Um, but I train at Freelance Wrestling. Oh, Okay. Uh, I'm definitely here. So it's so funny. I have, I'm in this, this odd Chicago wrestling group on Facebook, but it's because I have a few friends that live out in Chicago and I've always wanted to go. That's, but it was a goal this year of mine to go there and go see an indie show, but they always talk so big about freelance because, um, I think Kylie Ray was wrestling for freelance, um, before she had got signed to Impact, but I've heard so many good things about freelance. So that's pretty cool to hear that she trained there. I feel very blessed. Uh, the The wrestling community here in Chicago is wonderful, mm-hmm. and Kylie Ray is like the golden the golden child of Chicago. Besides, like obviously we have CM Punk, but like Kylie Ray was has been most recently. Like, have you Chicago. bumped into CM Punk like at, at Whole Foods yet? Or <laughs> oh my god, no! Like him and April are like incognito, man. I've never seen them, and so I. I've always wondered, I'm like, should I hit them up? Because, like, Punk and Dad were really good friends. Like, we would hang out with them all the time. And, like, 
Uh, I would hang out with him uh, when me and Joey were like in the same state. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I should hit him up. But like, yeah, they, they like lay low. Yeah, no, I had a friend about It's so funny. So I went to Chicago for um, just as a 2019 was a year for me. So I went um, to Chicago for a, literally 24 hours. I went to war games. I went to NXT war games at Allstate. <laughs> Because that was always a goal of mine, to go see war games. So I literally fly in from New York that morning. And also, Undertaker had a meet and greet. So I went to go meet Taker. So that was really the why I went to Chicago. But I get in the airport at O'Hare, and my friend is picking me up. But I went to grab my bag. And then literally, CM Punk is walking one way, and we're walking this way. And I literally text her like, so CM Punk just walked past me in the airport, and we locked eyes. <laughs> Uh, and she's no. like she's like i live here and i can't even see him she said my other friend saw him at whole foods randomly i said well you know <laughs> so i just had to ask I was like do you like how many other Never. like i guess like wrestlers like live in the chicago area like how many of you guys like connect or do things out there honestly like it's all through training i feel like i learned more about like the different um shows here in chicago through training and like uh like i've known about zello pro um for a while because we've been in talks about like me trying to like announce for them and then now i'm gonna wrestle for them so like we've always talked a little bit but like freelance i i'm new to it because i've only started training again for wrestling this year Oh, so wow. oh, um, okay. I'm, I'm new to the community, but they welcome me with open arms and um, I work with amazing trainers. And so I feel very blessed. So Bryce Benjamin's awesome. Um, I've gotten to work with Misa Kate and Kylie Ray um, and Isaiah. Uh, oh, my gosh. His last name is uh, like escaping me right now, but uh, who also makes my gear as well. So oh, wow. it's been a great community. Oh, so you mentioned new gear. Like, how do you go through the process of like, <laughs> it was a good segue. How do you go Great through segue. the process of actually creating your gear? And then what this time around, you said you wanted it to have a Guerrero taste to it, a Guerrero flair to it. What made you now? Like what, what design, like what inspired you to do that? So gear has always been like my favorite part of wrestling. I, I love gear and character work and like your song choice, your entrance and like, the little things when you're in the ring, like how are you, mm-hmm. your character? That's why I'm, so, oh my God, I'm like such a hoe for, for Bray Wyatt and like uh, for Alexa. Like I, I love like in-depth gimmicks. And so um, I've always made my gear, like I've always designed it and had somebody execute it. Um, and uh, Isaiah Squares that gear, if you guys want to know who he is, he handles a lot of our gear here in Chicago. Um, I, I just knew like, I've wanted to incorporate my rocker kind of side and I wanted my dad's flames in there. And honestly, I just sketched it and he was like, yeah, we can do that. So there's going to be a lot of cool Easter eggs on my gear that I'm, I'm probably going to do like some kind of Instagram live or YouTube Ooh, video okay. about because I actually have my dad's gear incorporated into it. Ooh, like like his actual gear. gear? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So we, we cut, I didn't destroy his gear. I only have two pairs and they're very special to me. Um, of his tights, but I like cut a little bit off of the ankle, um, where like his boots would cover and I have a little heart on my gear that's like his. So he'll be wow. with me in the ring. Wow. That's, Man, that's so, um, it's bad emotional for no reason. Right, like, I was right, like, oh right, right, right. Thanks, son. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. Forward, so, I <laughs> cry. so right. Like I felt teary eyed just now. I was yeah, like, but, oh, man. but you, you're back and you're about to like start this, the journey again, basically. What are some of the goals that, that you have in this new journey? And once again, thank you for sharing like w- your trials and tribulations because it means yeah, it means a lot to easy. us. Yeah, what you went through is is not easy, and you've 
you really are a Guerrero because you came from the bottom, came right back up. Yeah. <laughs> she was so, like, I dust myself off, said, fuck all this. I'm, I'm out. But, oh, but no, what are some of the goals? Thank you for like, giving me a platform. This means the world. Thank you. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah, nah this nah, means nah, the world nah. for us being, like, for you, you being with us. But like, because we're, I'm, I personally am a huge Eddie fan. Like, I think I spent the last two weeks watching his stuff. No, last month. I was been watching his stuff and I was like, yo, I think he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but I'm more of a um promo guy myself. I enjoy quality mic work. I can't stand CM Punk, but I love his mic work. <laughs> but I, I, like, though, I love a good promo. Yeah, oh, I, love that's, that's, I do too. Especially your, do, your dad. Like, and I feel like he doesn't get as much credit for his WCW days. Oh, man. The stuff he did with LWO, with LWO and what he did when he was like in the cruiserweight, like with him and like Jericho and Dean Malenko, like all of them, like the stuff Eddie would say he could just say like two words and you were just like holy shit like he just said something like yeah I feel like your dad doesn't get as much credit for the WCW work he does but I just had to put that out there because I was that that to me like I always I've always loved the cruiserweight division in WCW and it, it, I feel like there would be no cruiserweight if there wasn't a Jericho if there wasn't an Eddie if there wasn't a Dean if there wasn't a Hooven too, like if Michael it wasn't, Fish. yeah, if it wasn't for those guys that built that division, like we wouldn't Go have. Ultimo. Oh, well, Ultimo is just a whole different level. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> but, but uh, back to your question. Sorry. But not nah, um, f- favorite Eddie promo for me is this promo with The Rock. Oh and God! So the reason why I enjoyed it is because he talked about his family loving The Rock, and I was like, damn. I understand where you're coming from on this. Like, your family loves this guy, but they don't love you. (laughs) (laughs) And it was such a good pro. But moving forward is, I know you want to create your own legacy. Like, your dad's legacy is is your dad's legacy, but you want to create your own. And what are you trying to do? What are the goals now that you're back in the business and that you're trying to build something? Um, So basically what I'm trying to do, it's going to sound super vague, but I'll explain why it sounds like this. I want to have fun. Okay. This like this business. I've, I will forever be thankful to WWE. They've always been in my life, literally from like five years old to like recently when my husband got let go, we've always been connected in some kind of way. Um, my time with them, I learned a lot. I grew up, but I believe with the environment and how much pressure I put on myself, how much pressure was put on everybody, everybody, I think I wasn't having fun anymore. And this business, it's ridiculous because we should be having fun. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We're running around in sparkly gear, getting to play fight our friends. It should be freaking fun. Okay. (laughs) Bars, bars. And so I'm like, I want to have fun. And I think I've noticed like when I'm in a good place mentally, when I'm not trying to starve myself and trying to look like some ideal version of whoever decided what beauty was. And I'm just wrestling, having fun with my friends, I perform so much better. And so I'm looking to just like have fun. I'm looking to like feel good in the ring. I'm looking to just, I want to wrestle everyone. I want to like get, I want to just get good. I, I know I have a good promo and thank, thank you, Dusty, like, because he helped me so much. And so did many other people, but like, I feel like I never really got to excel as a wrestler because I know I'm not naturally athletic. I'm a dancer. Like that's more of my wheelhouse. What kind um, of dance? I'm sorry. What kind of dance? 
Like so I, I'm actually a professional dancer with a group of um, people here in Chicago called the Vaudettes. We were actually on Jericho Cruise. We performed on Jericho oh, Cruise wow. and again next year. Wow. Um, but it's like rock and roll, like burlesque meets hip hop meets. I don't know. We just have like a style. It's just kind of okay. hardcore rock and roll sexy. Um, but like uh, I I just never got to excel in the ring because I feel like I was so into how my body was looking and sucking in my stomach while I was in the ring and I couldn't get wind and I was trying to just make sure I looked okay, looked okay, rather than like really focus on the work. And I think that's just, I'm not going to get into the weeds of eating disorders, but like when you're in an eating disorder, you feel like your skin's crawling because you're so unhappy with how you look and you you kind of hate yourself and I feel like I was so focused on that that I wasn't focusing on the ring work and so I'm really excited to just like see what I really got in this business and take care of myself you know what's crazy I don't know if this is if it was said in Daniel Bryan's book or William Regal's book he said one either one of them said you have fun in the indie in the independent scene do what you want to do do all your cool stuff get titles and when you go to WWE, it's a job. Your Ooh. job is whatever they tell you to do. And it, it, it kind of, I don't know if I'm telling saying it the right way. Is that kind of what, you, what you're kind of saying? Like, it's not a bad place, but you go there, you go there to do a job. Yes. And, and honestly, I think there's a very certain disposition that you need to have to work for WWE. Um, and I don't, I don't think I'm alone in saying, like, it's different than what people expect. Like, because it's, it's the dream job. It is the, the pinnacle. Like, you have arrived it's very different there. Uh-huh. And so I just, um, I think I just, I want to do this my way. So, and I want to get as many titles as I can and make as many friends as I can and just have fun. So I want to travel the world and, um, and I want to wrestle. So that's all I want to do. Random question. How Aiden doing? Yeah. 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 How are you doing since everything? I just have- <laughs> You guys are awesome. I'm okay. <laughs> How are we all doing? Um, <laughs> She, y'all forgot about the person we interviewed. <laughs> She's like, actually, forget but, all this. No, no, <laughs> no. We're talking to her. We're talking to her. Like, but, but he did. I, I, I just wanted to know how he was doing too. Like, <laughs> is he, he good? How's, how's your household? Like, that, <laughs> it's a, it's a better much. question. How how's the? You... How's the? No, okay, fine. Let's rewind. How's the home? Like yes. you, like literally, you guys. And the reason why I'm, I'm asking is because you. Went through a pan. You were going through a pandemic. You had whatever you had. You were going through the um, the furlough layoffs that that's happening, and, and you coming back to wrestling. <laughs> like, how does mental stay in the crib when it's like two of y'all just stuck together? <laughs> um, uh, so it's it's been like we. I feel blessed because like we Matt didn't lose his place in WWE until like kind of halfway through like deep pandemic. Uh So we were okay. And we've been saving. So we're okay. Um, It was like, it was a mental toll because it was like pre pandemic. I was living fully as a professional dancer. Like I was like making my money as a professional dancer, which I never thought I could do in my life, which was like the biggest blessing. And then everything stopped. Oh yeah. And so it was a little bit like, and then Matt lost his job. It was like, okay. And then like, I feel like empathy for like, like everyone is suffering and like so much stuff that's been happening for years, as we all know, Uh has like just finally, finally had like an appropriate like spotlight, but it's been, it's been so hard on all of us. We've all like had just, it's been hard emotionally. Um, 
we're okay. We are healthy. We have not uh, had Corona. Uh, so like we're, yeah. we're doing okay. We're all trying to stay um, Corona free, girl. Don't worry. We're trying. We're all trying, right? And so like, no, we're good. I got floofs everywhere. I have a lot of floofs. I have four cats and a dog. So they fill the space a lot. And we're just trying to love each other. Believe me, we've We've wanted to wring each other's necks, but that's why we we go on Twitch and we play video games against each other. Ooh, what games y'all playing? <laughs> you not open up Pandora's box. So go ahead. Done messed up. <laughs> what games? Oh, uh, usually we we play Fall Guys a lot. We play um we play Nidhogg. We play uh we play all kinds. Uh, we play like Mario Kart. Uh, we play like a lot of like team games kind of thing. We we do that. Um, but my husband my husband does like different games. I play Animal Crossing. I'm really well. Oh. Animal. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of Animal Crossing since the oh Nintendo God. GameCube. Oh my God. I haven't played it in a while because I don't have a Switch. Animal Crossing has a soft spot in my heart because oh. the music. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Um, Rossetti. So um, yo, facts. Animal um, Crossing is therapy. Yo, it is. It, it's, it's low key therapy because of what my brother just said. The music, the 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 pace of it is like very like. Chill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you look yeah. at this, like it's super chill. Um, so do y'all want to tell me what this game is? I don't oh, know. Animal Crossing. We'll tell, we'll tell, we'll tell, tell you later. Okay, oh. but okay. Um, okay. we all gotta get each other's friend codes yeah. because I think I'm gonna have to get a play. switch, bro. I gotta get a switch. I gotta get a switch. I mean, I mean, okay, get a switch, babe, and then we'll get it. We'll, 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 but, we'll all play. Do you, I, I um, go do you want to like? I know you have to go because you, you got to go stream. You want to drop your um, your Twitch name and everything for the people who don't know in case? Yes, of course. I'm like, we. I could talk to you guys like the rest of the day. I mean, we could. I, I know, we, we could. could. But I, I, mean, I don't know if you want to go yet. Again. I, don't know if I mean, next do. time you come to New York, you know. You Aren't you coming to New York? When are you coming to New York again? So you were, oh, yeah, you were just here. I was just in New York last weekend. I have some time. I have some time. We're okay. Um, <laughs> my, husband, my husband's on stream. So, like. We were trying. I was trying to work with him, and it was just like, forget it. It's oh, okay. So, so we good. So, um, so, so stay right I there. I was supposed to take my punishment today because me and him do marriage melee, where we play games against each other, and I lost. And so I have to do the ice bucket challenge oh. today. Oh, but we, we rescheduled it to tomorrow, so now I don't have to leave as. Oh, awesome. oh okay. Awesome. All right. Cool. Awesome. 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 All right. Um, uh, damn. Like, okay. That still sucks though. She got to do the ice bucket challenge. Dang. In Chicago. In, in Chicago, right? Listen, but you guys had one weather not like a few weeks ago or something. Like I remember my homegirl telling me it was like 60, 70 degrees the other day. I was it's like, like New York out there. Right now it's nice, actually. Right now we have a weird like it's like sixties right now. So oh, it's, it's like, like okay. that here, yeah, just like in New York. Like yesterday and today, oh, yeah. it's super nice. It was like you felt like it was spring. It was weird because Monday, because so Monday, Tuesday, it was cold. Like we were the low here was like maybe thirty degrees at night, so we we're were freezing down. here. And then yesterday and today is nice, so it's weird. So I'm gonna ask a corny question. No questions, um, corny. You guys just talked about Animal Crossing. I that, that's like, not corny. That's it's not, not but not I just felt like that level of don't be a hater. I'm not. How can I hate on something I don't know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the corny question. The corny question is. Thank you. It seems like you're into music. Yes. What what is currently on the playlist? Mm. Yeah, everyday playlist right now. Give me give me like six or five. I don't know. Just throw some. Okay, out there. like I'll give you my my favorite bands right now because like that Vaudettes group that I told you about. I um they allow me to choreograph for them a lot, and mm. so like I'm always like I can't just listen to music. I have I'm like choreographing. I'm like, oh, is this a banger? Can I choreograph to this? Oh, um, but usually it's a lot of rock. I listen to In This Moment, The Pretty Reckless. Um, oh my God, Hailstorm. Um, obviously, I love 
bands fronted by women. So like those are all front like fronted by women. Um, but then on the other hand, I mean, oh my God, I can't even, I love all music. I pretty much like have a hard line at bluegrass. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Other than that, I can vibe out to pretty much anything, but usually it's rock for me. Um, Avatar. I love Avatar and, uh, you know, um, Pantera, stuff like that. Nah, I, I, did, I, I, I like it. I like it. But you know what's funny? You said that you're not really that athletic. But you're a you dancer. dancer. You're a yeah. dancer. Y'all, when we were getting ready for Jericho Cruise, I've been in the best shape of my life when we were doing that because we had an hour set and it's like nonstop. There's only five dancers on stage the whole time. And so it's like, go, go, go. And then you're on a boat. It's hard to dance on a boat. <laughs> but but also the thing about about wrestling and dancing, how they kind of go, go with each other, it's patterns. Yes. So you're a beast already. Like, oh, in, in the nicest way possible. Because the feet work is crazy. Because your footwork is going to be on point. Like, I guess, like, I say that because I I guess, first of all, I should have more confidence in myself. Absolutely. Right. I, I mean, we're going to big you up regardless, so don't even yeah. worry about that. I just that. speak more positively to myself, so you are absolutely right. Um, I think when, when I go into training, there are a, a big handful of wrestlers here in Chicago that bless them. They can flip and fly and do all of the things. And I'm like, hm, I'm not doing that. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's just because I'm like I'm weird. Like I'm also an aerial artist as well, and like I've done Ooh. aerial arts, and like I'm fine doing that. But like I'm really weird about like doing crazy flips and whatnot. It's it's the timing. The timing is so difficult with lucha stuff because it's not the actual thing you're doing. It's the timing to get everything right with the other person. But you know how to tell a story in the ring. I'm trying. But, that's the whole. But the but whole you goal. but you said it already. You said that you are big on the the entrances, the the whole the gimmicks, what the person is wearing. That's the most important part. Like telling the story within the ring. And I think and I think maybe you being who you are and you talk you're talking about it so much of like, hey, I just want to um have fun and then you know wrestle. It, it's. You are literally doing what you're supposed to be doing because you're going to be different from everybody else because everybody's going to be doing flips and you're going to be on the ground, putting somebody in the chokehold, being a heel, and then telling a story and giving awesome heat. And then you're going to do your cutoff when they do their comeback. I love how amped you are right now. Because <laughs> you have to understand, the heels but, are the backbone of the business. Oh, I always love me a good heel. Trust Max. me. More when freedom. Listen, a heel can definitely, I feel like, tell a bigger story on, than a face. Come on. So B. I don't, so I, I'm very big on like, if there's a match, there has to be a distinct heel and face. Because for me, that is the way that the story is going to be told in a fluid way. Where I feel like you got two heels, it's like, okay, I'm confused. I don't, who am I rooting for? Who am I, am I cheering? Am I rooting? Like, what am I, I'm confused. Um, I have a question. You and your dad won the title against Brock Lesnar. How was it post-match? Like, how was your Facts. household yeah. when your dad came home with a big shiny-ass belt for the first time? How was that? Honestly, we were like, of course, we were so, so proud of him. And, like, the phone call between my mom and my dad after the match was, like, hella emotional. And we, we my sister and I would hate watching wrestling matches with my mom because my mom, like, <laughs> Oh my God, like any bump, she would go, ah, ah. like any bump, it would go, like, God damn it. Like, like <laughs> your anxiety's at a 10. Fine. He's fine. We haven't seen, we haven't seen this. Yeah. yeah we're good. We're good. Um, but like, um, it was obviously, 
I feel like it's more emotional for me now as an adult in the business because I understand so much more of like what he had to do, how much he had to fight, how much he like, like those opportunities were not just given to him. And because like he was a smaller guy, which was out of style at the time when we all wanted Hulk Hogan, you know, uh, he was like a person of color. He was, he was like, he was all these things and he had to fight against all of these things. And so now I feel like I appreciate him so much more now. And I'm really sad that I can't, I didn't have that as much when I was a young kid because I was just a kid and I didn't understand. Like, that's just dad's job. And he got a promotion basically. Like, that's super <laughs> yeah, exciting. when you think yeah. about it, yeah. yeah. But like now I get very emotional about it because I'm just like, I, I didn't know how much, like I always knew he was hurting when he came home. Because he he was just like his body had just been put through the ringer because the WWE schedule is Oof. it's unlike any other schedule. And then also he put himself through up like he did the nineties rock roll the whole rock and yeah. roll and drugs yeah. and everything. He did the whole thing. He put he lived he lived hard. So um, I don't know. I just looking back on it now, I'm just I I wish I could express how I feel now like back then. So. I got a question. I remember his feud with JBL, right? One of the most underrated feuds ever. Because yes. JBL, like, he loud. That's when, honestly, back in the day wrestling, a heel could be a heel. Really heel. There was no, oh, my gosh. Oh, my, what would you do that for? Blah, 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 blah. reason why I brought that up, because I remember, how did the family react with the whole interaction with your grandmother, correct? Yes. My how, yo, oh my God, how was she? Hardcore. How was she like? <laughs> how, like, how was the conversation of putting her into the storyline? Please walk me through that because that was like I believe that. I said, "Yo, JBL, I hate you. I want you to burn. You don't do that to Mama Guerrero. You don't do that. Please actually, walk me through that's that." Like a funny story, kind of. It's also like legit. Um, so, Ma, like Dad and JBL, like. I forever, JBL was like a good heel before it was cool to be a heel, you know, like, like, oh, just downright shit heel. And so like, I, like, I love, and like dad and JBL loved each other. Like they were very like close and like, it's obviously wonderful when like two people that are opponents, like actually do share that respect for each other. Cause then you create magic. But, um, they were very transparent with us. Like, listen, this is exactly what's going to happen. JBL's going to come in. He's going to be mean to daddy. He's going to grab Weetha. It's going to be okay. We call it Weetha. Um, and so, like, it's going to be okay. And um, I remember when we were in the ring and we were watching JBL do his thing and watching dad do his thing. We were like, oh, drama. Whoa. And then um, when he did grab Weetha, and like she was like, and she actually started shaking. It was like hi, and like, and we were like, God damn, Weetha is good. <laughs> we were like, okay, Weetha should have been a, a luchadora. <laughs> um, but like, it was that she was actually having a heart attack. Like she was actually like so, wait, what? so like she just got caught up, y'all. Like she got caught up. <laughs> wait, and wait what? what? She legit was like having palpitations and like. We were like, oh, damn. And we didn't know until we were going up the ramp and escaping from the whole thing and finishing up the segment that we were like, no, legit, we need to go to the hospital right now. And we were like, oh, are we just doing the thing? And we were like, no, <laughs> no, we're going we're to the going. hospital. Yeah. And she was like, okay you know, after, right? Yeah, she was, right? 
Oh, she was okay. Oh, wow. she was okay. She's still, she's still an independent lady. She's still like kicking, kicking ass. And she's like the head honcho at her nursing home. Um, but like, <laughs> as she should. Yeah. So she's a girl, you know, yeah. it just happens. Um, but no, like, and it ended up being fine, but JBL had to get like a police escort out of, out of the building because people wanted to hurt him. Like he was in danger. <sighs> That's so, real heels. Real okay. Real heat. Intense. I, so your dad had, in my opinion, like my brother spoke about, Eddie was was like his joker to his Batman. And who would you want to have like one of those intense feuds? I don't care where it's, what part of the world they're from. Give me a fee, even a guy, because things are changing in, in the industry now. That you wouldn't have, the indies too. Like you wouldn't have a feud with. Just throw a name out there. Like you want to have like that. That blood bath, not 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 like Eddie, not but, but, but like you know what I mean. Classic. No, Dad bled hard. I know. I was always like, "What was up with him?" Like, God, he really <laughs> bled a lot. Um, but God, that is like so hard. That's like asking in like my favorite song or something. Uh, honestly, there's like a handful of people. So name them, drop them, dream I, matches. Um, okay, I've always wanted to wrestle Jessica Havoc. I've wanted to do the David. Oh, I would yeah. love her. Me around, y'all. I would, I would leave for that girl. Like, Ooh. I love Damn, her. Where was this a year ago? We could have probably made that Facts. happen. Facts. <laughs> um, I, I, before, I, I'm, I'm going to do a quick plug. Next okay. year, 2021, be on the lookout for Battle Club Pro. Battle Club. Ooh. Okay. That's our. That's the home promotion here in New York. One of the biggest promotions in the Northeast. Also, I'm going to plug something else in because, you know, that's family too. Because of course. H-O-G, H-O-G. Ever heard of um, House of Glory? No, but I but I got it now. What's the he- the head trainer there is Amazing, Amazing Red. Red School oh, here okay. in New York, and that's the school that I'm in actually. Um, but uh, but keep your eye out for in case we, we toss an invite for you for Battle Club Pro next year. Mm-hmm. I am, I, 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 done. We, we're not playing around either. We're no, we're so serious. Down. Remember you said Jessica House like yo, we could have definitely made that happen because she because she because she did a, a show she in did January. A show, right? Yeah, and, and she wrestled with we, that show with Nick Gage was at. My gosh. Yeah. So. That was killed each other. Okay, so Jessica Havoc. Okay, that's she's on the list. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just wanna no, t- no, t- to I, toss that in there. Um, I would absolutely love to work with Joe you. Guys Ki- Joe Kim Morales is um amazing. He's the, He's the owner of Battle of Battle Club. Shout out to Joe Kim. All right, well, I'm available. I'm available. There you go. <laughs> okay, so Jessica Havoc, who else do dream matches okay, with uh, Jessica opponent. Havoc. I feel like like sad saying this, but like I really wanted to wrestle Kylie Ray. Um and uh, oh. you know, obviously she's gone into retirement now and like mental health first and foremost. Absolutely. I know that. Most important. I, absolutely. And so, but that doesn't take away that she's badass. Absolutely would love to wrestle yeah. her. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, I would love to wrestle Nyla Rose, obviously. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Wait, I even even her being managed by your mom? That's a great storyline. Come on. That's a great storyline. You line. took my mom away from me, dogs. That's a no. great storyline. You, you just work that, work that in there. Mama, do you love me or do you love Nyla? Woo! <laughs> you got to choose. You got to choose. Oh, that, that, that's the place in the match. Vicky, Vicky Guerrero in a pole match. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> no. <laughs> First of all. I like a different visual. Yeah, like, I did too. And I was like, I don't definitely think your mama going to be I on no pole. What was the match? with the person in the um in the cage. The cage. It was um, I think it was Judy Bagwell. Judy, no? Judy Bagwell <laughs> on a forklift. On a forklift. Oh, on a forklift yeah. So we can do that. Vicky Guerrero well, on a forklift. No, we're not we're not doing the that. WCW okay. days. No, no, no. We're we'll not put her that. on some kind of apparatus. I don't know what it will be. <laughs> don't but do whatever that. it will be, she will work it. Whether it's a pole, a cage, or whatever we want to put her on, I'll look good in it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. 
Okay, so Nyla Rose, that's okay, but I, that's definitely doable, guys. I think that's... That could, could happen tomorrow. Listen, if, <laughs> listen, <laughs> never know. If that, came on, if that came on Dynamite next week, I would be like, guys, we spoke that into a whole existence. Um, I'd be like, tricked you, but like, no, no, I don't know. You never know. You never know in wrestling. That's like, never say never, you know, but... So, um, here comes the middle of our question. Would you ever let your mother manage you? Duh. <laughs> I don't know. She's gonna be the best hype man for her ever. Like what? She's, that? The, she's Vicky Guerrero. She's the best manager. Like I mean, oh my god. But like, I think it would be it would be an interesting dynamic. Absolutely. Because we're both very headstrong. Yo, yo, it would be great because right. Oh, so, he's, so about to, oh, oh right. he's about to do a book. So, so y'all, I'm already gonna book how they gonna break up. So go ahead, book a man. How are you gonna book the ending? The ending, because it's obvious how they gotta get together. Yeah. They're related, <laughs> but the ending of it, it should be like you're just tired of being under her shadow, type of thing. Like you just, you're just tired of it. Like because Vicky Loki is a legend uh, yeah. on her own, on her uh, own, uh, own merit. Like and like you just get tired of it, and then you turn on her, right? And then you bring Nyla back in the storyline. Oh, 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 Lord. I'm just saying, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Sorry, just like the... Yeah. <laughs> this is what we deal with all the time. Um, do you feel like you take more after your mom or your dad? Good question, Janelle. My, gotcha. it's weird. Like, so mainly my dad. And okay. my mom lets me know often. Uh, I like, oh. I have terrible posture like him. I hunt <laughs> around and I like, I'm very extreme. My dad had a very extreme personality. Um, he was like hot or cold, man, hot or cold. He was like a hothead. I'm a hothead. Um, but like we were hotheads, but at the same time, we're the first person to apologize to you. If like, we know like, Oh man, did I rub them wrong? Oh man. Did I say that weird shit? Okay. Let me go apologize. So like, um, we're, we're intense people. We're also introverts actually. Like, unless like I'm like, like doing something like this, I'm kind of in the back, like observing people. And so I, I do take after my dad and I think physically as well, because my sister is my mother's mini me, actually. Mm, mm. So what's your favorite wrestling hold? My favorite wrestling hold? Yeah. Somebody asked that. I, yeah. ask that was a viewer I, I question. I probably go with the camel clutch. Not a lot of people. Yes. Ooh, my grandfather, Glory, invented it. No. So. Really? What? Damn. No, but I love the camel clutch. Yeah, Glory. <laughs> Yes. Damn. <laughs> hey, your family's popping. Because you can go into pins in it, and it's like it's actually a lot more uncomfortable than people think. Wow. No, it actually lo- no, it actually looks very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Uh, but outside of, I feel like we should have started with this question. Outside of your dad, clearly favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that should have been the top, but. We just gonna work this way in now. And, and, and oh man! Don't add travel there. Don't add travel. Oh yeah, any any person with the last name Guerrero is should not. No. They, they're already a given. So because I like travel. Because that actually <laughs> takes out, but that takes out like twenty people. Like period. <laughs> <laughs> like her lineage is wild. Because yeah, you got her uncles, the cousins, everybody. So outside of the Guerrero family, favorite wrestlers of all time. Okay, I'll um if it's okay, I'll give you a handful because I can't pick. No, 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 no. Like we typically do like top five. We have a six man because sometimes we do a bonus one. So go ahead, just name them. Um, uh, Kurt Angle is a big one for me. Um, Chris Benoit, uh, Dean, Dean Malenko. Mm -hmm. 
Um, God, it's like so hard because it's like, am I choosing them off their wrestling ability, off their promo work kind of thing? Um, as far as women, um, Serena Deeb, I'm kind of like a big mark for Serena Deeb. Um, I love, but then I'm like, I'm getting into like people I fangirl over like Shotzi Blackheart. I love Shotzi, but we're talking about best wrestlers of all time. I'm sorry. Um, I no, but Shotzi, even, but even I don't know if you watched NXT last night, but. Shotzi, she she gave me a performance yeah. when what's her face ran over her truck, her tank. I said, I felt that. Like she was just so upset in the real. ring. Yeah. And then it and then um Mikey was like, Why is she so upset over her tank? I said, Cause it's her tank. Thank like principles. Principal. Like she goes around everywhere with that. Thank you. It's like her baby. It's exactly. her baby. Exactly. Thank you. It's like it's like for example, like if Mr. Black, somebody takes my weed, I'm killing you. Oh, okay. I don't think that's okay. Um, so, uh, uh, why a not? View, a viewer it's did not. ask a question. He asked, "What does she think about Montez Ford's frog splash?" Facts. What you think of that? If you've well, seen I'm it, I'm not familiar. Uh, I, I will just be very honest. There is a lot of wrestling out there. Thank God. There is so many brands and so many people. It's like I am not super familiar with it. But anybody that decides to brave the top rope and do a splash, which it's hard on the body, um, I like, I commend it for sure. I'm working on my own frog splash right now. Oh, you Ooh, are? Okay. okay. Okay, okay, okay. Speaking for of the battle of the frog splash. I don't want people to get excited, but for special occasions. Okay. okay. I got to ask this. Valid. I got to ask this. Who you think had a better frog splash? RVD or your pops? Oh, your dad. Bro, come on. <laughs> that's mad That's mad No, but I mean... No, no, that's, that's, no, 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 that's no, 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 no. No, no, a valid question. It's not a valid question that's at all. Question. It is not a valid that's question at all. Though, like, Art Bar was the one that did the frog, the frog splash that my... And my dad started doing it after Art Bar passed. Yes, yes. Because they were tag team partners and really, like, best friends. Art Bar had the froggiest frog splash ever. Like, he looked like a freaking frog. And so my dad has, my dad was a little bit more narrow on, on his frog splash than Art was. But, um, but I, I, come on, my dad. No, but I feel your, your dad's, I felt like was way more crisp when he did. Yes, because that's why it's better. But RVD, he was. Oh my I'm god, Charles, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this ignorance on the podcast <laughs> no, right even, now. No, don't I, do that. I, I, I apologize because do we, we will not disrespect Eddie Guerrero oh, on this podcast. We will not compare not. his frog splash to RVD. It was RVD's but one was cute. Do. No, 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 we, ladies and gentlemen, the RVD frog splash was cute, but we, but Eddie. With Eddie's it's frog Eddie's classic. is classic. It's classic. classic. And that's the reason why it's classic. Fine. Let's leave it alone. Okay, you know fine. what? Eddie's like Selena. We don't talk bad about them. Exactly. At all. At all. I apologize. Don't. Don't I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry. We'll move on. We will move on. But Eddie, speaking yeah. about people that beat that are inspired by your dad, um, have you ever had a conversation with Sasha Banks? Because she's vocally spoken so highly of your dad how inspirational he was to her in her upbringing in the in the business have you ever had a conversation with her because she's done like ring gear um inspired by him and things like that her entrances inspired by him so have you ever like had a one-on-one conversation with her about that absolutely absolutely um sasha and i have had the conversations i actually gave her one of my dad's um tights uh, oh so that was real just because i saw just how much he meant to her and wow. how much influence he was on her. Um, so I know she cherishes those. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, absolutely. And honestly, like there was a little part of me when I wasn't wrestling that was like, like, 
jealous because I was like, man, like I wish I could represent my dad the way she does. And mm. like, and so I would always, I would love to have a match with her one day where we can explore the match. depths of that a little bit while that still paying match. homage to him because we obviously both admire and respect him as a wrestler. Um, and then me in a different way, obviously, because he's my father. That story right yeah. there, boy. Come on, oh come on. Show. Uh, imagine. It's probably emotional for both of us. Imagine. Just imagine. Because I feel like every time she talks, it's it's almost like she talks about your dad like she knew him. Like yeah. like she literally like almost like y'all were next door neighbors kind of thing. Like that's the kind of energy she gives off. But I know it's because like when you're inspired by someone, you kind of embody everything that they've brought to the table and what they've done for the business. And literally, I mean, I can 100% agree with when Sasha always talks about your dad. Dad, like that's what he he gave everything he had to the business. He did. Um, quick question. Um, your dad left a legacy. We talked about what you want to do in the business, and this is going to sound very morbid. I apologize in advance, but when you leave officially, like when when you when you hang up those boots, what do you want to be remembered as? What do you want your legacy to be? Because you're creating your own thing. We talked about that earlier. Like, what do you kind of strive for when people say Shaw Guerrero? Like, what do what do you want them to think about? Sorry if I went a little too deep on that. No, 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 no. I'm just like, so because I've answered this question in a way before. And I think, obviously, the world knows my dad as the wrestler and what he gave. And I forever love that he taught me the same thing of like, no matter what you do, you give 110%. That's the Guerrero moniker. We mm-hmm. just give everything. And so um, I think what, like, as a wrestler or because, like, as a, like, whether I wrestle and win, like, so many championships or if I just bite big and I, like, I shit the bed, like, I want to be remembered as a good person that stands up for other people and that for, and that, like, gives of herself, like, in friendship and love and as an athlete, as an opponent. And so I want to have that legacy, which is so much more important. Not that my dad's wrestling legacy isn't important, but like people like, that's not what people think of that knew him Mm -hmm, that remember him by. They remember how funny he was, how much he gave and how generous he was to people. And like, that's at the end of the day, if like the wrestling community like felt anywhere near how they felt about my dad with getting to work with him, I would be honored. Okay. And so I just want to be, I, w- I just want to be a good person. And I want to like, I want to be authentic with people and give somebody. And if I could like make somebody feel like they could get through their eating disorder or their demon and, and show like they can come out and come out better and happy, then I'm happy that that's it. That's it. It doesn't matter if I have a championship or not, or if I never win a championship, so long as I can be, um, like a beacon of hope for people. So. Nah, nah, we we needed that. Thank no, you. No, yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm gonna try. That was a tall order. Well, like, <laughs> I got a couple more years before I can, or I gotta do all that. But, like, I mean, listen, you're already doing it. Think, you're yeah, already doing it. I think you know when you get to that place of you know accepting and loving you, then that's kind of what which that is that it's always it's a work in progress. So I feel like when you kind of are in that space, which it looks like you are then you're so authentic not only to yourself but to everyone else around you. So that alone, girl, don't don't think no different. <laughs> Cause it's no, hard. It's hard for everybody. It really it's a it's like it's like, oh just love yourself. It's like, yeah, it's hard. 
like because ah, we're all just trying to do our best and sometimes we fall short and so yeah. but yeah thank you guys no no thank nah, you nah, nah. i feel like that's i don't know what else to go from there <laughs> oh okay okay turkey bacon or regular bacon is it cheat day Yes, yeah, cheat day. Yes. Cheat day. Oh, bacon! Like let's do, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's do like the thick cut, like on my burger with an egg on top. Oh, that's, oh, that's your burger. Yeah, that's, that's, that's your, your burger. That's that your burger? Oh, yeah. So yeah. we have a we do um pay per view viewing parties for like WWE and AEW. So at the bar, Legends Legends Bar, cheat code, cheat cheat plug. Um, my burger is called the Sir Wilkins Burger, so it has an egg, bacon, a burger, and then I think the new one might have chili on it. Yeah, but, but yeah, Ooh, it's a okay, hard attack way to happen, but it's a dis- it's delicious. Oh, I have one favorite restaurant in Chicago. Mm. <gasps> oh my God, Sunwa, Sunwa is in. Okay, let me tell you all about this. Okay, because <laughs> no, because when you guys come to Chicago. Like, you're going to come out to eat with me, and yes. we're going we're to get you this thing. Okay, so Sunwa is this place in Uptown Chicago. We'll go and next week. I'm, I'm not dead. kidding you. 40 bucks gets you an entire duck dinner. It's a whole duck that they carve in front of you, and they put, like, they give you little bow buns, and, like, you make buns, and then they take, like, the meat that you don't like have in front of you, they take like the, I guess, I don't know what it's called, but like the meat that you don't really use and they make fried rice with it. And then they make you a soup oh, with it. And it's for $40 and it feeds like five people. It's going to feed me by myself. Yeah, no, he could definitely, that's, we got to order two of them. Cause yeah. he, we he's, can order two? he's a garbage disposal. Don't let the muscles in his physique fool you. He's a g- garbage disposal. So he'll have to eat that on his own, but all we'll right. all, the rest of us will share. <laughs> nah, it depends when we're doing it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to cut. I'm trying to look like Aiden. But but the black version like, he is mad cut up, son. <laughs> yeah, pretty cut up. Y'all let me know when you're in Chicago. No, we'll do. I've been long. dying to go back. You know, once again, I have friends out Wanna there. Want to go next week though? We'll talk about. We have it. flight okay, credits. <laughs> we do have flight credits. Yo, I got flight credits out the ass right now. It's ridiculous. Um, Chicago pizza or New York pizza? Mm. Make the right decision. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do that to him. I was like, right, you said Damn. it. Damn. Okay, well, like, I can't make that decision because I've never had authentic New York pizza. Oh. So when you come out here, so, I, yeah. got, I got a couple spots Yeah, for you. I was going to say yeah. that okay, you got to... Okay, you got me because I got you when you come to Chicago. No, 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 no we're, we're dead serious. Got you. We're dead serious. Let's say lessons. Like, we got definitely... Because my first time when I went there... Of course, everybody goes to um, Giordano's. So that's always, like, the go-to thing that... Well, the first time when I went, I had yeah. deep dish. I went to Giordano's. And I still was like... Nah, New York pizza's better. It, you know what it is? Because I've been to Chicago and I went to the same spot. Yeah. And for me... You gotta have the taste for that deep dish. Like, yeah, it's it's a meal meal. Yeah, it is. Like we, yeah. grew, So we grew up on like a thin, you know, a couple of things. You, you pop it in, you grab like three, three slices, maybe yeah. four. Uh, yeah. But it, and it's a whole different vibe. It's a, like, no disrespect so to Chicago pizza. No, it's like a, when it's a I casserole. Had dish, yeah, when I had deep dish, I maybe got through maybe one slice. I got through the half. I got through half. Because what they'll do is they'll 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 okey doke you and ha- and recommend appetizers because they know the pizza takes an hour long. What pizza right. takes an hour long? The fuck? It's so the, so you so you heavy on the apps and then by the time the pizza comes you're like I'm already full. <laughs> I don't Smart. want no more. Like so and like New York pizza is kind of like the pizza you can fold in half, right? And yeah. yeah. Like, see, like I feel like I'm gonna like that a little better. Just because, like, I like thin crust pizza or, like, pizza oh, where I can have yeah. multiple slices. 
Whereas like you're absolutely like with Giordano's or Lou Malnati's here. I like Lou Malnati's like uh, it's one and done because it's it's a freak. It's a pizza cake. It's just it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's like it's deep dish. Like, I don't know. You. Yeah. You know, got <laughs> is your husband out. from Chicago originally? He is. That's okay. why. That's why we're here. That's okay. That's what I was wondering. I was like, well, when, like, how'd you get there? But no, if he's from the there, desert, like, this is not okay. How cold it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. How cold it is. Let him know. <laughs> I did. I told him. I was like, you understand how much I love you, right? But like, um, love is real. Because that Chicago wind, like the windy city, is no. That's no joke. No like joke. December, January in Chicago is like icebox. It's awful. Yeah. I think when, especially when it's still cold in like March, like you're, or no, um, yeah, March and April, then you're, you're over it. You're, you're really over it. But then it. summertime there, it's like hot, hot. Like when I went like for, yeah, like, but it's like hot, hot, hot. Like I went, um, the first time I went after like years was when I went for money in the bank when it was in Chicago. And that was like maybe two, three years ago. It was literally a hundred degrees every day I was in Chicago. It was hot. The summers are nice though. Well, I'd rather I'd rather heat than the, than the cold. If you guys could move anywhere, where would you want to move to? Honestly, like Chicago has grown on me a lot because, like, not only do I have my wrestling community here, but I have my Vaudettes community, and I, I love them so much. And so, uh, I I'm actually I'm getting used to the cold as much as I don't want to say it. Um, the only other place I would see us moving would maybe be El Paso, Texas, back to where I'm from. But the thing, I love El Paso. I, like, dearly love it. But, like, as far as opportunity goes for dance, for wrestling, like, it's limited. Yeah. So I I do really enjoy Chicago, especially because there's always something to do here. Um, Maybe we'd go back to Florida, but Florida is a hot mess in a lot of different ways. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we know. We're still trying to figure that out. (laughs) We all know. We're all like, (laughs) 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 (laugh
huge in helping me. He really, really is. He's so. a real MVP. I told you, AD England is a real MVP, B. Oh, and also tell him that him on commentary was like the best Ooh. thing they could have did when he was doing, uh, what 205. was it, 205? 205. Mm-hmm. 205 Live? Woo, he made me watch it. Because I gave you. up. <laughs> when Enzo left, I gave up. But then they put him on commentary. It's like, oh, he's so good on commentary. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. He really took it and ran with it. And we don't know, like, Matt's doing a lot of really cool stuff right now. Uh, he's actually in a whiskey competition. He's I don't know if y'all know, but he's like, Mr. He has, like a whiskey YouTube channel and an Instagram wrestling with whiskey. And uh, oh. he's in a big competition for Bardstown. Uh, he won the Chicago tasting competition, and so now he's gone off That's to like the so national. Dope. Yo, people don't understand like how amazing wrestlers are. Yeah, like and so multifaceted. It's so so multi. Like we're talking to you, and you're talking about your video game, your Twitch channel. You're a dancer, burlesque. burlesque. You have your wrestling, and then you're kind of borderline designing your own gear. Like it's it's like. Shout out to wrestlers, man. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, and I, and I think that's you know one of the things that when we started our podcast, we were just like we wanted to be able to create a platform and create a space where everyone can love wrestling the same way we do, and just everybody has different, you know, it's all taste. jacks, you know, every different taste, jacks of all trades, like the, things like that. So it's really really good to you know hear that you know there's there's always life after wrestling, and I think that's always the one thing that as fans we don't kind of get to see that side so to you know be able to you know talk to you and even see your husband peeking for a little bit you know there's always there's always a life after the ring so and i think that's always you know good and it's good to hear um any last questions before we do sadly farewell i mean we feel like we need to do this like once a month like i don't (laughs) i mean so far like therapeutic i'm like yeah let's talk more (laughs) (laughs) yeah you you really you really said a lot to us um thank you for being open yeah absolutely i I know some of the things are probably hard to say and you were very honest yeah you probably too honest no 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 we love it no 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 that honestly is like what we always build any conversation that we have with anyone whether it's off camera on camera is that we just want 100 percent honesty because at the end of the day it's your story like we don't ever want to say like oh she said this and no we want to hear it from you your personal experience and let you have the floor because that that's that to us is everything so we do oh, thank- definitely thank you for taking the time thank and you. talking to us. Um, oh, before you go, you have a match with um, Renee Michelle um, next month because it got it got, it got pushed. Yeah. It got pushed. It's so funny, we were we were all. That's why we were saying we got flight credits. We were actually planning on going to the show. Oh, we're, but we're, but I'm we're a- gonna talk about going for the re for the for the new date for December fourth. Please so, tell them. <laughs> see, now you're going to make me have to... Re- all right. Yeah. We got to do, like, do a shot after. It's my first match back in six years, y'all. We got to do a shot after. Uh, okay. Are we, are we doing bourbon or some whiskey? Mm. <laughs> I like mm. J-Bo. Yes! Oh, yes. Yes. So, yes. quickly, I don't I don't drink like that. I he barely... He, only, he only drinks on his birthday, birthday and Special when of- Nia Jax wins. I, I, I'm a huge Nia Jax fan. <laughs> you can't drink when Shaw Guerrero wins. No, yes, no, so you we're gotta to add that to the list. But the thing is, the thing is, um, I, I, um, I used to promote in nightlife in in, in clubs, so oh. I just didn't want to drink. But all the owners of the nightclubs I worked with them, they're super nice guys. Like in New York City, the Irish run the nightclubs, the nightclubs in New York okay. City. Mm-hmm. So the only thing these guys drank was Jameson. 
So the only thing I would ever, ever drink if I was ever going to drink was Jameson. Jameson is wow. so, good, though. So I am down to drink some Jameson with you guys All right, when we'll, you get your match we'll, going. Yeah, so. But can you tell us a little bit more about the match? Um about everything so we can kind of you know, plug a little thing before we go. Yeah, any besides that match, any other matches that may be upcoming or anything that you have in the works that you do want to plug real quick, go right ahead, my love. Absolutely. So um, I have my match with Renee Michelle, my first ever match back after six years. And so we are competing for the GCW Women's Championship. And uh, the first round bracket, I am facing Renee Michelle. Uh, Renee and I have already uh, exchanged some words, yes. and apparently there will be multiple hot sauces brought to the ring uh, to be able to slap that ass with. So <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna um, we're, I'm really looking forward and like real talk, like to work with her. She's very talented, and I can't wait to grow um, after you know getting to experience a match with her. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, we'll see, <laughs> but. Very excited for that. December 4th, GCW. If you guys are not in Tampa, Florida, then you can stream it on Title Match Network. Uh, I am also debuting for Zello Pro against Jamie Senegal on the 22nd of November. Mm -hmm. And I've just been announced for uh, Flawless Wrestling in Tennessee um, for another uh, tournament as well. Well, you get a book book. Look Mm -hmm. at you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to make them towns. (laughs) Trying. When New York opens... When we officially open, we want you up here. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, we couldn't what, have it no other way. Absolutely, you guys. I feel the same way. Like, I like Chicago's kind of shutting down right now. So, I'm like, okay. Oh, really? Have- yeah. So, like, they were saying, um, because the cases were going up, that, like, they started shutting the bars down again. And, like, I think maybe even, like, curfews or things like, like, restaurants, like, dining in, like, cut off at, like, 930. Like, it, yeah. it was wild. It's wild out there. I didn't believe it either until I got told that because I was like, y'all should be all right because we all right here. Like here in New York, like we just got indoor dining back like a month ago since March. So like we've only been doing like takeout and um, pickup or delivery stuff. So install like in-store dining just came back like maybe a month ago. Um, yeah, y'all just y'all are just new right now getting into that. Right. And stuff like that. Like we had came back in the studio because when the city shut down, everything had shut down. So we started doing in studio. Like what? What was that? July, August. It, it was. Recording? It was August. It was August. August. We started yeah. back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, August. Yeah. So we were doing Streamyard. Like we was doing online stuff for it, all of the pandemic, and then we finally came back. So I mean, here it's been like slow, and you know. So yeah. hopefully, when the world decides to get its life together, we yeah. can all come together and thank have some first. fun thank you first yes absolutely <laughs> but um yeah uh thank you i think thank you yeah. so think... much yes um plug all of your social media platforms so everyone can find you absolutely um before i do that i wanted to also like tell all of you thank you for creating a safe space to like share talk wrestling and like i i just appreciate it. you guys feel like friends already so i can't wait to hang out with you guys oh absolutely you thank you so oh, thank, thank you very you. much thank for you. your time thank and you. even like going over time we were like oh it'll be around 45 minutes and we ended up talking the so whole I, show like because um, typically yeah we'll do an interview and then we'll like talk about this week in wrestling right, or things right, like right, that right. but this to me was everything so i really, no, we really wrestling will be on. the same next week it's yeah, fine yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, i had the best time with you guys for real so thank you um all right, you guys, you can find me on Instagram at Shaw Guerrero, as well as on Twitch, 
at Shaw Guerrero, Pro Wrestling Tees at Shaw Guerrero. Um, Twitter, you can find me at Guerrero underscore Shaw. And um, make sure you guys check me out on Twitch. I stream Monday through Wednesday from 10 a.m. Central Standard Time to around 1 o'clock. Wow. And uh, we have fun playing Animal Crossing. Uh, so if you don't have your Switch yet, uh, you yeah. can just get, you can be able to watch Twitch and we'll be able watch, to we'll, we'll watch we'll watch vicariously. But yeah, make sure we like, uh, but yeah, that's basically all I've got for you guys. And also follow the Vaudettes, my dance group, uh, because I make appearances with them. And we will be on Jericho Cruise in October 2021. There you go. Nice, nice. Congratulations, man. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, this has been fun. This has been enlightening. It's so sad to go. But once again, thank you, my love, to Shaw Guerrero for joining us this week. You're always a part. We're going to send you. We're going to get that information. We're going to send you a T-shirt. We we got to get you into the job of Tia's family. So we got to send you a shirt, girl. So we definitely will get that out to you as soon as possible. Um, But thank you once again. once again, those that are in the Tri-State area can join us this weekend, Saturday, for AEW's Full Gear um, viewing party where Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley and the I Quit match, which everyone knows I hate I Quit matches, but whatever. Um, but many, many more matches. So make sure to join us. You can RSVP um, at the Java Tears Podcast Facebook group, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. But once again, thank you from the bottom depths of our hearts. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. We can't wait to have a real life in person combo. Yes. Yes. and everything and we'll definitely take you up on that shot of JMO okay I got y'all, y'all. <laughs> alright thank you so much um, until next week guys hashtag black excellence hashtag we are out